Recording again. And here we are. Back again. Back. Guess who's back? Uh, uh. Back again. Uh, uh. Through the crate. Tell Tell your friends. Oh! (laughs) Bars. Got him. All right. Yes. Episode three. Through the crate. Uh, We made it. We We made it this far. We made it this far. We have our our third episode right here. Right now. We're doing the third episode. Yes. That's exactly. So at the end of this, we'll have the third episode. Exactly. (laughs) Ridiculous. Anyway, uh, we want to thank you guys for listening um and we actually listened back to a couple of our you know the, the last two podcasts and we kind of noticed that you, you guys don't really know who we are who? like some well most of you guys do because we're sharing it with our friends but let's just go into like whoever might not know who we are if we possibly have like somebody from china listening let's make sure because i don't know anybody in china that's what i'm saying i don't know anybody unless in china some of my either. friends move to china who knows Oh. And then I know somebody in China, but I don't know. And then we could go to China. Hello, podcast. And record a podcast in China. China. Whoa, the first. Well, no, it's probably not the first podcast from China. I'm just going to start saying bullshit, but my name is Cedric. <laughs> and I'm Tressie. Let's go ahead and uh, give you guys a little thing, a uh, little bit about us. Um, you want to start? I mean, sure. You know, ladies first, they say. So um, <laughs> let me see. Me, myself, um, I'm from Oakland, California, mm-hmm. born and raised. And I love music. I've loved music for as long as I can remember. Uh, probably some of my earliest memories are... Our music, uh, most of those being from the church. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember back in the day, I don't remember the name of the church we went to. Man, Auntie Althea's church. Uh, Love Center. Love Center. Yeah. Oh man, that was the church that, that we, yeah. That was the church that like we had the like cassette tape that my dad would play in the car, mm-hmm. and the music was so good. And yeah. um, I think what I liked most about church was the music right you know and it was that, the whole feeling that you got mm-hmm. behind it you know whether the soul behind it yeah the whole soul the thing that you know all these people come together one day a week and they all come together for one purpose and you just get that warm fuzzy feeling inside the music makes you music moves you mm-hmm. you know and um the power of music was uh very evident to me from a young age and i was just embraced it you know my parents nice. pushed me music from when i was young piano yep. uh recorder to trombone mm-hmm. to to rap to singing <laughs> and rap uh yeah. and now you know what i love hip-hop so uh yeah i yeah, that, that's kind of my musical roots nice so my um musical upbringing um was of course i came out the womb listening to music where uh so i basically have a very eclectic uh musical background i would say too if that's the word i'm looking for right it's a good word yeah okay cool. and it's actually used correctly okay i just wanted to make sure i was but <laughs> yes. but yeah so i um so yeah so my dad would listen to a lot of stuff like um i got introduced to um uh, traffic low spark of high hill boys look it up if you don't know it because that's one of my favorite songs in like the world i got introduced to yes Yes, uh, you know, um, it's a it's like a rock band or whatever. It's called Roundabout or something like. Oh. But anyway, that song, I got. I was also introduced to stuff like BB King. Um, okay. Introduced to stuff like uh, who else am I looking at? Like Elton John, The Beatles, stuff like that. Oh, 
And then also, and then like my sister kind of introduced me to hip hop as we've learned in the last podcast because she was having me listening to like, you know, Tupac, Biggie. She was a big Biggie fan. I don't know if you knew this about her. Yeah, she was. Excuse me, I'm drinking beer and I had to turn away from the mic to burp. But um, <laughs> but yeah, Details. she was. I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, she was a Biggie fan, so that I think that's what influenced me. Like, I actually really liked Biggie a lot more than I liked Tupac back in the day. Whoa, whoa, yeah, I know. Whoa, I know. Whoa, I know. I that know. is a sin. Apparently, if you're from the West Coast, you are not just from the West Coast. You're from the city of Oakland. I know. I know. And you're saying that you like. I liked. Yeah, I liked, liked Biggie. Liked, okay, liked. you put an ED well, at the well, end. Uh, that's, I don't know, I kind of, that's a whole nother conversation. I mean, a Biggie I'm versus Pac. Pac you, was. You just opened that can of worms. <laughs> Pandora's box. Because Biggie versus, so Biggie versus Pac. Biggie was a lot more lyrical. Pac was a lot more, um. What is it like? Soulful, br- soulful, like bravado, like more like charismatic on the mic, like a lot to me, like you know what I'm saying. Biggie would say like some fucked up shit about <laughs> a lot, yeah. like he, like the way that he would, but like and then Pac would, I don't know, like that. That's a whole Close other to your story. Power, Pac was dope, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know, oh. I know, I know. And then, that, but that's that's like kind of what sucks is that like I grew up. And I was listening to like almost only Biggie, and then like I had to go back and do my research and listen to Pac. But like to be honest, I won't even compare the two. Like I can't say who's better than who. Like, of course you can. I to me, I just don't think of I can. Of course you can. I don't think I can. <sighs> I don't think I can. If you want me, to, if you want me to say who's better, Nas or Jay Z, I'll say Nas. Okay, so you can make that comparison because they're both alive and well and, and no. can defend themselves. No, I can make that. Never mind. I'm I'm digging a fucking grave right now. <laughs> I, I'm just learning something. Uh, I didn't man. know that. Yeah, dude. That was that. That was that. I was all Biggie. But then, but then again, I don't, you know I don't want to open up that can of worms. What we'll do is we'll talk about this on the next one, so I can like actually gather my thoughts and have like a a nice, good conversation about this. Because I don't know if I could do that conversation right now. I mean, it's just blowing my mind. I don't know if I could do that. Let let me let me collect myself for that because and and make sure that I am saying and pre- presenting myself correctly when because I mean, that that's that is a very touchy subject. It's true. I mean, I and and trust me, I'm I'm not one to say that when you're asking who was the best rapper ever. That is an extremely difficult uh choice to make right uh even saying well, who's my favorite rapper now that, that's easier who was my favorite rapper growing up you know what it actually it wasn't tupac it wasn't right um but it wasn't biggie either yeah um, mine either. yeah it wasn't either of them but you know what i was it wasn't jay-z it wasn't i was young mm-hmm. um i was on the west coast and you know what we were riding for whoever was on the west coast like you know dog pound was knocking down buildings in new york i was mm-hmm. like man fuck new york yeah but that's another thing like that's why i feel like i'm just so weird when it comes to like not weird but like like i'm different because like even like we're from the bay and if you're from the bay yeah i'm different (laughs) (laughs) that is not a bay song i know 
anyway, <laughs> see, 20 different conversations. But no, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, even with, like, if you're from the Bay, you're supposed to love Mac Dre's music. I don't love his music. It was great for when I was going out and partying and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'll listen to it, like, then, but I'm not going back and I'm, listen, I'm not listening to Mac Dre. Like, that's, that's just, like, that's me. You know, and then, like, everyone's like, what? Like, I, I know, like, the bay is rolling over right now. Like, you are, like, I hate you. Like, what are you doing from, from, from Oakland and you don't like Mac Dre? But that's, I just never cared for him. I never cared for his music. I'm not a, I'm not a Mac Dre fan. Yeah, see? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm not ashamed to say that either. Yeah, there's just no, there's nothing that I like about Mac Dre. But anyway, we were talking about <laughs> my musical upbringing and my like what what my tastes were. But yeah, so that was my dad, and then my sister introduced me to like a lot of different hip hop. And then I I don't even know how I got like went back, but I started going back. Like what like um, I don't know what like jogged my my passion or jogged my 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 passion for this thing. I guess we'll just use that passion passion for hip hop but I just went back and I fell in love with Tribe Called Quest and I mm. went back and I fell in love with Farside I fell in love with and the common made me want to be a rapper so do you think any part of maybe what made you look back to those specific artists like Tribe and mm. Common was the fact that you had kind of grown as a musician yourself because I know yeah. you play saxophone right that could that that um could be that yeah I would say that too but th that's another thing like music is always just like came to me like I didn't seek out music that's what that's what's really crazy like um so you like woke I, up one morning and a saxophone was sitting outside your door like a do, clarinet do, 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 do. <laughs> it was a clarinet blow me <laughs> oh shit <laughs> that's so gross the saxophone what but I would about? totally do it you never blow yeah. that wood before I'd, I'd blow that the, the shit out of that wood I lick that wood <laughs> We're talking about reeds. We're talking about reeds, guys. Yeah. Calm down. Somebody's gonna take a sound, but I licked that wood. And I licked that wood. I licked that. I licked that wood. Anyway, um, but no, like I, I even with um, playing instruments, like I wanted to play an instrument because all of my friends were going to play uh, an instrument. Like they were all going into the the music class. So you were and, a follower. So, um, I think I don't really appreciate you calling me a follower like that, though, asshole. I mean, it's um, <laughs> fine. I mean, if all your friends are going out, you know, smoking meth, you'd be like, you know what? I really want to. I didn't do that though. Some meth. And this right was now. a <laughs> dude. Anyway, you are totally like fucking up my story. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue about how you're a follower and like the smoke. You're meth. a fucking loser. That's what you are. You piece of shit. I'm not a meth head anymore. <laughs> I kicked that habit <laughs> yesterday. Above the influence. <laughs> what time is it? Oh, man. So anyway, I started out on the clarinet, and then I went um, to a jazz uh, class, and they not uh, and they wanted me to play um, saxophone. So that's what that was. <sighs> but And I, I really wanted to stay on the clarinet. But like the way I learned the saxophone, like, um, my teacher, Mr. Worm, his name was Mr. Worm. Uh, uh, he just handed me a saxophone. He goes, it's literally the same fi fingering. Go ahead. And that's how I learned. Jesus. And I was in the and jazz they, band. And they threw, they threw you a saxophone? Like, yeah, threw it at my fucking face. That is not... You know, I wanted to play saxophone. Yeah. They, uh, he, he was like, um... My, my instructor was uh, Mr. Harrington. 
Oh. All right. Very, very, very proper name, right? Hello, Mr. Mr. Harrington. Harrington. Richard Lawson. Sorry. <laughs> Great guy, though. Great guy, Mr. Harrington. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're listening, Mr. Harrington, what up? Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to play saxophone. He's like, yeah. well, we've already got a lot of saxophones. How about a bass clarinet? Oh, uh, they started So I was like, that? okay, whatever, dude. Let's, let's see what's up. So I, I was... This big old bass clarinet thing, he had me blowing on this thing. Mm. Uh, it was all right. That's what she said. Sorry, go. It was all right. <laughs> Touche. All right. Uh, so I'm blowing on this thing. Uh, and I'm, I'm like fingering it, you know, because he's oh. got different fingerings, right? And he, he asked me, he, he goes, after, you know, watching me play and taking the instrument from me after I'm finished, he's like, do your hands always sweat this much? Oh, call your jeans. I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like, are my hands sweatier than normal? I don't, I'm not taking a poll on how sweaty everybody's fucking hands are. Why don't you tell me? Uh, and he's like, well, you know what? Your sweaty fingers might actually rub off the silver on the uh, triggers on the clarinet. So why don't we move you to trombone? That's some bullshit. Yeah. What and the then, fuck? And I've then, never heard this. What? So you know how we did the measurement for my arms and how my arm yes, length is this longer guy has than my height? It's 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 freak my arms are freakishly long. Very long. So Mr. Harrington recognized that and that's and then when I played the trombone, he was like, Whoa, you're you're in sixth grade and you can you can reach seventh position? Mm-hmm. You're a trombone player. And that was it. Like that was it was done. And I'm assuming seventh trombone. position is all the way out there. All the way down. <laughs> there. Oh, the nice. Way so yeah. So and then you know, I've been sliding ever since. Hey, that's what she said. I'm just kidding. Now I couldn't do it. See, anyway, just, but yeah. So that's a little bit about us, I guess you could say, um, and our musical backgrounds. So maybe we should talk about a little bit of hip hop now. What I you mean, think? You know, hip hop is the thing that I. I love. I love hip hop. Oh, let me actually say something about the last few um, uh, podcasts that we had. So the, in episode one or two, I don't remember which one it was, but I said that little Uzi Vert was distinctive. I need to retract that. That motherfucker does not have a distinctive sound in any way, shape, or form. Just had to go ahead and throw that out there. Okay. Sorry, um, I just had to say it because I was, I had to, I was, I was listening to it, and I'm just like, oh my god, like, why would I say that? So I, I have a confession to make. Okay. I've not heard a single Uzi Vert song from beginning to end. Oh. I think I've seen a picture of him. He's got like the little braid dread things, right? Yeah, he's got a little like dreads. And they're like whatever. red. Mm-hmm. Well, he's he changes the colors of them. All right. Every now and then. All right. I mean, yeah. No, he. I can't even hate on him because I just don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. I'm just uneducated when it comes to. The, yeah. You know. I don't... Well, he's got this one. Uh, he's got one mixtape that's out. This love, love is rage. That's what it's called. Okay. I haven't listened to it. Don't really want to. Um. <laughs> he's mean, from Philly. Oh, he's from Philly. Mm-hmm. He's from Philly. Oh, see, I I don't. What I know about. Philly is what state property. Yep, Beanie Siegel. That, Beanie Siegel, right? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think Meek who Mill. else is out of Philly. Oh, Meek Mill's from Philly. Mm-hmm. Kevin oh, Hart, Kevin Chocolate Hart's Chocolate. From Philly. <laughs> That's right. Uh, oh, okay, Philly. What's his name? Uh, 
not is it I don't know if it's not cannabis dude that did um I'm a hustler I'm a I'm a hustler homie I'm a hustler nigga acts about me nigga acts about dun, dun. it starts with a C that's it I think that's a Jay-Z line not, no it is but he, he sampled that oh nigga god acts I'm fucking old. I'm Ask gonna, about me, nigga. Ask. I'm gonna Google that real quick. But yeah, there's a bunch of people from uh, Philly that are uh, the Roots. Yeah, the Roots. Black Dog, one of the most underrated Come rappers on. in the fucking world. You know like, what? And at, at this point, I don't even think Black Thought is underrated. I, if anything, I think it's more underappreciated than it is underrated. Mm-hmm. You know, I Cassidy. Think, that's his name. Sorry, Cassidy. Got it. Battle rappers. Okay. Meek Mill's a battle rapper. Cassie's like a battle rapper. Beanie will cut your head off. Beanie's a battle. It's, it's like Philly's making these battle rap. Bunch That's of cool. hyenas. Sorry. All right, Sway. I know. Uh, <laughs> How, Sway? How? Okay. So yeah. Lil Uzi. But isn't that interesting, the, the transition that Philly got? I yeah. I mean, you got, you know, the dude who's making Illadelph Half-Life, you know? Like... Yeah. The roots just completely transformed the landscape of hip hop forever mm-hmm. and solidified their place in hip hop history by being the first hip hop group. Freaking, what are they doing now? The, 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 the Tonight Show. The Tonight Show. They were on the Late Show, and now they're on the Tonight Show. They are on the Tonight and Show. And that's Jimmy Fallon right there, though. With that. a hip hop group. Yeah. I'm talking about what. What the the world is changing? Yeah, hip hop has definitely reached reached a lot of different people, and mm-hmm. it's reaching even more people now than it was ever before. It definitely uh, is. Which I think I think is beautiful. It uh, is. It, that is actually it is. I I love that hip hop is 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 great. Like like is reaching beyond like like you know going out over there to like Hong Kong and like like everywhere. Like you you can't like. Actually, you know what? This, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go this way too. One, th- one thing I was actually just thinking about right now is that like it, it's, it's great that it, it's everywhere. It's great that hip hop is like in Europe, in Asia, in the United States, in Mexico, everywhere. But what sucks? Excuse me, another burp coming on. Blew that one off the mic. Um, <laughs> Good job. Good job. Uh, but what sucks is Europe is actually appreciating our hip hop, uh, like. Like the real, not, nah, I shouldn't say real hip hop, but like the golden age hip hop a lot more than we are. Like a lot of these like like older like '90s like golden age rap artists, artists are able to go overseas, make a fucking living, which I love, you know, because they need to get a dime. Like that's dope, but they can't really get that kind of tour here. I think. You know, so I know this is like something that we haven't talked about yet, but no, it's fine it's because when I even think of the phrase "golden age," mm-hmm. you know, you can you could use the term "golden age" for any generation that might be in their own era, right? You know, twenty years ago, it was this; ten years ago, it was that. Right. Now. It's what the landscape is, is now. So, I feel like every generation likes to put their generation on a pedestal and say, no, you know what? 
you guys before me, you guys had it all wrong. You guys after me, you've got it all wrong. Mm-hmm. This is hip hop. What I'm what I'm witnessing right now, this is what hip hop is. Right. And they're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Because that's exactly what hip-hop is. Hip-hop is an expression of the times. So it's going to change. It's not going to be the same. It's not a stagnant. It's very dynamic. And that's what makes it beautiful. And that's that's why I enjoy it. And that's why when you talk about these little Uzi Verts and whoever else, I'm, I can't hate on the cat. I don't no. listen to it because mm-hmm. it's just not my scene. You know, yep. I've moved past my, my hip-hop prime, you might say. Um, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I can't appreciate the art for what it is, you right. know? I mean, if you go back and you think of how hip-hop started, it wasn't just the music, you know? Yeah, right. It was the music, it was the dancing, it was the graffiti art. Mm-hmm. Like, it was this whole There's elements thing. of hip I think there's five elements of hip-hop, I think that is. There's five? Yeah. Um, I've, I've heard of it. I think it's, there's the elements, it's, uh, let me see. You got your MCs? You got your DJs. Yeah. You got your B-boys. You got your graffiti artists. Mm-hmm. And there's a fifth? I think so. Let me see. I'm looking it up right now. Because I just don't, don't want to miss uh, say it. Coin the terms. Okay, so there's MC, uh, DJing, B-boying. And graffiti writing. Yeah, it's four. So maybe I I got it wrong. Okay, well, sorry. We just had to look that up. But anyway, um, so those are the elements, I guess, or whatever. All right. But there's elements of hip-hop. We'll just put it that way. Um, I mean, yeah, and, you know, the, the origins of hip-hop, you know, I mean, we, we all know who originated the term hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Africa Bombada. Ooh, nice segue. Back in the back in the Dizay. Uh-huh. Uh not saying he was the first one to do hip hop music, but the first one to actually coin in his hip hop, the first one to kind of take it to that next level. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, it was definitely respected and um is seen in a lot of different hip hop uh scenes today as being kind of the the godfather of hip hop. Definitely. Um, you know, founder of Zulu Nation. Yep. Um, and apparently, um, uh, he's been accused of sexual assault as well. Yes. Great segue. Uh, which is which is unfortunate, and it's unfortunate on on all uh, at, in every aspect because, again, another one of our like a founder of hip-hop is being accused of this. And if he did do this, like, it's really horrible that if he did that, you know. Yeah, man, I mean, it's... I'm going to get a refill, but keep going. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where, you know, it's a he said, he said. And yes, I'm saying he said, he said, because the person who's a, 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 been a, a who's accusing Africa Bombada of these the sexual assault is... is a young man who was a young man at the time. He's currently not a young man. Um, but it's it's always odd to me how these things tend to come up so long after the fact. Um, which, to me, makes it 
questions its validity. One. And two, uh, makes me question the the uh, actual intention of raising the even uh, the allegations in the first place. You know, it's like it's like why are you now all of a sudden coming out and you didn't come out when it happened, or you didn't come out five years after it happened, or ten years after it happened, or fifteen years after it happened? It's some like twenty six years after the alleged assault, you're coming forward saying that you were assaulted and right. that it scars you for your whole life. Um, but there's also, if you don't mind me like cutting in here, uh, but there's also like, if you're not abused, like you don't know how that's going, you know what I'm saying? Like how that's going to affect you. I don't. So like if I'm holding something like that in for my whole fucking life and then like I finally feel come like it's, it's, it's like the time, like, um, not time, but, um, like, you don't know how long it's going to take you to, to get over something. For sure. Like, I know people that have been in relationship. Like, I know this is, like, probably weird. Um, uh, uh, not al- analogy? Is that what I'm... Sure. Whatever. It depends on what I don't you're about know. to say. So, um, or comparison. <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm, I always lose my words. But, um, like, I know people that have, like, been broken up and still aren't over their ex after years and years and years so it's all up to like that person like uh, at like how they deal with things and how they can so like them coming out like i do like i understand where you're coming from like questioning the motive of them coming out now so long after but also like it's that's why it's such a um controversial like subject because you don't know the situation unless you're in it and to judge that situation is just kind of Right, and you know, I'm I'm not trying to judge. No, I know. I'm you're I'm, questioning. I'm you're trying asking. to understand. Right. Exactly. You know, because exactly. all I know is you've got this, you know, the godfather of hip hop. Mm-hmm. This like this dude that we place on a pedestal yeah. as being this revolutionary figure, not just in the hip hop community, not just in the black community, but as a community leader, as a builder, as a unifier of people, unifier of gangs. You know, stop the violence kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, his whole message was, let's take hip-hop to silence all these gangs and to unify the people to just come together and have a good time. You know, he, he had a Malcolm X moment where he, where he went to Africa, mm-hmm. came back and was like, you know what? Fuck all this bullshit. We black people, we need to come together. Right. And then he saw a way to kind of connect all the people is through the music through the graffiti through the art and then all of a sudden white people started liking it and then it became popular and then it's hip-hop and then you know here we are today right um so it's it's i don't know it's it's hard you know because this hip-hop thing that i love so much the founder of it is now being accused of this and you know I know some people in Zulu Nation, and they're all telling me it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. But of course they would, right? I mean, I mean, if 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 my leader of the organization that I pledge my allegiance to, right, uh, <laughs> was accused of something like this, right? You know, if I was a goddamn Huxtable, <laughs> okay, I knew I was. I was gonna like if if, if I was a Huxtable, you can't not <laughs> draw that, that that comparison right and, there. And someone but was yeah. like, "Yo, yo, dad was totally raping bitches." <laughs> Or niggas. Uh, <laughs> raping somebody, motherfucker. Sorry. This is not... Yeah, then, but anyway, fuck it. Then, 
then I wouldn't believe it. Right. I would. I would. So it, it, it's hard, you know. And and I don't want to take anything away from the victim. Right. The potential victim. The alleged victim. Yeah. Um, not potential. <laughs> the alleged, alleged victim. Yeah. Alleged. Because I just don't know. Right. Um. You know what? I don't. When it comes down to it, you know what? It really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Okay. He he totally could have abused this. This, this kid when he was younger yeah. it does not change the state of hip hop it does not change what hip hop means to me it might change my view of this one individual and yes he was a very influential person in hip hop and you know a very important figure in starting the whole movement and right. getting into the mainstream but it doesn't change the movement it just right. changes the individual Exactly. It's the same thing like um, with Chris Brown hitting Rihanna, with R. Kelly pissing on chicks. Like it doesn't change the way. Like it doesn't change their talent. It doesn't change the fact that they actually make amazing music. They might be shitty people. Yeah. But they make amazing music. African yeah. Bambada might be a shitty person if this is actually for real. But he still is the godfather of hip hop. And will be respected as such in that title. For sure. In that arena. Personally, I can give two shits about him if that's true. If it's true. If it's true. But, Innocent you know. until proven guilty. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you're Bill Cosby. Hello. <laughs> My nose is really stuffed up. Can you guys hear it? I don't know. I mean, I can I can feel it. Yeah? You can feel it's my nose? thick. You can feel my nose. You're in my nose right now? No, but it's like every time you talk and sniff, I'm just like, I want to blow my nose for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it's like when somebody's talking and they've got like something in the throat, you just go. It's like like it just developed like like throughout the the episode too. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. But anyway, back to (laughs) back to the podcast and not my nose. (laughs) Anywho. So so that's some old shit. Yeah. I mean, what do you you know, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of new shit coming out. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. And what are you what are you looking for? What are you looking for? What am I looking for? To I'm come looking to dropping soon. There's two things I'm looking for. Okay. What what are you looking for? First, Chance the rapper. Chance the motherfucking the rapper. rapper. Young Chano. I am so looking forward to that, especially since I've been listening to this uh, Life of Pablo and like I can't get off of Ultralight Beam in his part. Like, and then, like, Surf, I fucking loved Surf. Okay. Like, yeah. Excuse me. Like, Surf was, like, one of my favorite albums. I would play it over and over and over. Like, front to back. Amazing. Uh, and then Acid, Acid Rap was one of my favorites as well. Yeah. Like, I used to play that. Like, everything that he's put out, I play over and over and over. Like, I love the music, musicality of it. I love the, the way he plays with his voice. Mm-hmm. I love... Um, how in, uh, uninhibited he is. So I, I'm really curious to see like what this actual like solo project, because this will be like his first one. His first, first major. Album. Yeah, his, right? his first everything album. Else, uh, Acid Rap was a, con- a mixtape. Mix a the, uh, the 10-Day Theory was a, was a mixtape. Yeah, because that's when he was like that suspended He was on suspension. And then Surf was Donnie Trumpet. Right in the so or in like the social, social experiment, experiment, which is you know a musical collective out of Chicago, the thing that he you know was kind of yeah. kind of came up in. Right, but that, but that was not a Chance the Rapper album. It's not, and I, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm looking forward to that. Like t- 
I, I'm just so curious to see where he goes because like I've heard him on a lot of different things. I don't know if you've ever heard of this song called Tap Dance. Um, I think it's, I don't remember the name of the artist, but there's a song called Tap Dance and his wordplay on that song is amazing. And like that song in itself is just so much more different. It's like, like experimental, I guess you could say. Mm. It's not really hip hop. Um, and then it's like, not hip hop. Huh? I mean, like, you could, yes, I guess you could say, yeah, it's hip-hop. It's not traditional hip-hop. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, so, but like, like he's, his range is just so crazy to me. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I, I, that's what I'm anticipating. I want this album to come out, like, yesterday. Um, I mean, it's, it's coming out soon. I yeah. think he said it's dropping this month. Oh, yeah, we went to the show, by the way. We went to the... Uh, <laughs> by the way, guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, last week, right? Yeah, it was last Friday. Last last Friday, we went to the sh- we went a week to the from today. Yeah, from today. Yeah, yeah. A week from yeah. Um, we went to that show, and that show, mm. I can tell you right mm. now, Chance the Rapper mm. puts on an amazing show, an amazing show. Oh like, my! God. It was mind blowing. Like I don't even know like where to even start. Like the the set design, the music, the um, enthusiasm which he he performed. The, Changed his wardrobe you know, throughout the set. He was. He was doing dances when he needed to. Yes. He could, you know, he, he's not a singer, but he can, he can hit the notes when he needs to. He can, he's, man, like. He's an entertainer. Definitely. He's an entertainer. Seriously. Um, his personality comes through, not just in his own performance, but like you said, the set design, you know, the light show, mm-hmm. the whole, the production, the whole production of the show his, that I get like that to me. His whole production screamed Chance the Rapper. Right now, I I went to a Chance the Rapper performance uh, last year um, at a music festival, mm-hmm. and um, it's Pitchfork last okay. year. And he did that little call thing. We did the woo, yeah, right. I've never heard of that like until that. So he ex- he ex- explained what it was mm-hmm. at the music festival. Like, All right, guys, you know, yada, yada, yada. You know, my name is Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. You know, I speak very properly, but I'm a rapper. Yeah. I love it. It's dope. Right. And so he explained what this whole woo-woo thing was. Right. If you noticed, there was no fucking explanation. He stepped out there. Before he even stepped out on set, he was woo-woo. And the whole crowd said woo-woo. Yeah. Because they knew already. Right. And that to me shows his progression as an artist that he was, it was all a plan. Like this was all planned and predestined that, you know, he was setting up, okay, I'm going to do this. Then I'm going to do this. Then I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do this. Very um, planned out. Very strategic. Yes. Yes. I, I would, I, I will agree. Yeah, like that, that that kid. But then also, like, look at his upbringing. Like his dad being was he a councilman or something like that for Chicago, something around those. But yeah, like that's that's that guy. I'm just I'm anticipating a lot of stuff from. And then the second one is a uh, Jay Dilla. Mm. There's a new uh, album that's going to be coming out called The Diary, and they have the latest song that I've heard is called The Sickness featuring Nas. Oh shit! Uh, fucking amazing! I haven't even heard that. Yeah, it's it's dope. It's really good. I'm I'm gonna let you. I won't even. I don't even want to say anything about it until you like hear it. 
I really liked it. So, but, so, so is this new Jay Dilla album going to be like the last six Tupac records we got? Like, I know, right? <laughs> they just found some recordings and shit. Like he just had a bunch of beats left over. Probably because that he would churn them out. I know, I know that for, for just like some of the research that I've done, I know that he would churn them out a lot. And what's dope is that this album is actually being released under Massapill, which is uh, Nas's album or Nas's label, or whatever. Oh. So it's got a lot of. I think it's got a lot of different features on there, of course, just because Dilla. But yeah, that's that's something I'm I'm anticipating though. Very interesting. Yeah. I'll have to definitely check that out. Full show. Oh, Trust needs to blow her nose, I'll tell you that much. I mean, blow something. <laughs> uh, what about you? What you looking at? Man, I mean, you already know I'm a I'm a Kendrick stan. We've already mm-hmm. established this. But I'm not just a Kendrick stan. I'm a, I'm a TDE stan first. Because yeah. if you don't know, I was actually, I was totally repping uh, uh, TDE before necessarily Kendrick. Right. Absol, I thought, was like the rawest motherfucker alive before I even listened to Kendrick. Right. Um, he still is. <laughs> he still is one of the rawest. He's dope. Um, I mean, I, I don't think he's releasing anything this year. No. But Schoolboy is. Yeah. And I'm I'm legitimately really excited about Schoolboy's project. There's no release date yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but he released a video for a song. Um, and you know what? I... It's a little bit more lyrical than I was expecting to come from Schoolboy. Yeah. Um, and so I'm kind of excited about this next project to see, you know, because the guys in TDE, what I love about the whole TDE camp is that they all push each other. Um, you know, when you have a guy like Kendrick, when you have, you know, a lyricist like Ab Soul, like those guys are going to, and you're working with these guys and they're listening to your music. Right. And you have to present your songs to these motherfuckers. Right. You got to come with them. They're going to clown your ass, dude. Or they're going to tell you straight up, like, nah, that's whack. Do it right. again. Right. And so the quality of music that TDE consistently churns out, I'm just blown away by. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to think of another collective, another group that puts out that much consistent quality product. And it, it, it's. It, I can't think of right. Um, so I'm I'm very excited for this next schoolboy. I agree, project. and I know I, um, the song you're talking about, uh, Groovy Tony. Yes, that song, yes. awesome production on that. I love that beat. I love that beat. It's amazing. And then what I just like lyrically what he does is is like acrobatics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Which is which is something that Schoolboy Q is is pretty much known for. His content is not has not always been on par. I think with what he can do right. to a beat. Like he's one of those guys that can kind of ride a beat in a different, a really different way, like a really creative catches way. Catches the you, pocket different. He'll he'll catch a pocket right different. Yeah. You know he catches it, but it's gonna be like on a little a little off. Yeah. But it's it's on. And you're like, damn! How did you even think of that flow, yeah, dude? Yeah, yeah. And it, and he's still saying some shit, but in that groovy Tony, man, he's yeah. Ugh. And I love when he gets on his shit like that, though, too. Like, oof. Yes, yeah. that's, that's that's what I want to hear from Schoolboy. And like, 
that's one of the good things too is that he's so versatile. Like a lot of people don't think that think about that when it comes to Schoolboy Q. Like if you listen to um, on Anderson Pack's album, uh, I think it's uh, One at a Time or One Time. Yep. He's on that song and he transforms into something different there. Like his flow is so much different. Like he's so like a lot more different than this Groovy Tony or from uh, exactly. Studio. You got that Studio exactly. song or or you got um shit from like like he's just like I think that's probably something that TDE actually looks for. Like how versatile are you? Like they're very I feel like they're possible they're very selective with, with who they're choosing because also Isaiah Rashad like that dude is amazing. He can sing. Yep. He can rap. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And then like, like he. It's and his just content like the, and his yeah. content is there. He's it's, from freaking Chattanooga. Yeah, Tennessee. Who? Where? <laughs> Chattahoo. Chattawa. Chattahoo. But that's what I'm saying is that like he's he's just so like that's or not he but like um, Top Dog is like picking all these like like good like. Uh, what is it? Pick of the litter? Or? He is. I mean, it's amazing. And even I mean, if if you want to keep on that, I mean, SZA, the uh. only only female R and B, and she's so dope. Yeah. Like I I want her to release something this year. I don't I don't know if she is. Dude, TDE I- has been like, or I'm sorry, Top Dog has been really hush hush about uh-huh. his releases. You know, they've been saying, oh, we're gonna release this, we're gonna release this at some point, at some point. Right. Now, a month ago, when they were talking about there's going to be a, su- a surprise release, I thought that was going to be Schoolboy. Yeah. And it turned out to be Kendrick's Untitled and Master. Right. And that just completely threw me left field. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, I anything out of TDE, I'm definitely checking for. For sure. Definitely. Me too. Oh, there's a song that I, I, I wanted to tell you to listen to. Um, SZA. So I don't know if you remember Caretaker, that song on Surf. It's uh, by Drum. Uh, so Drum has a song called Caretaker on the album Surf. Okay. Uh, and so SZA actually kind of redid it. And it's amazing. I love it. Like I'll they both it did out. it together. So yeah. Go ahead and check that out. Definitely will. You guys check that out too, Mr. Listen- <laughs> Mr. Listeners. Was, that's what I was going to call you guys. We have 11. 11 followers. 11, yeah, we actually do have 11 followers right now. I don't even have 11 friends, so I think that's amazing. <laughs> Dude, some of them are from like outside the country, too. That's so awesome. that's what's up. Um, I don't know like how the whole like fake followers things work. I don't care. It's but a number. Of, yeah, it's a number. But some of them, like, uh, like I follow, if you guys follow us, um, I, I make sure to follow back uh, um, on SoundCloud. So. Uh, if you're listening, go ahead and follow, and, and uh, we'll follow back and all that good stuff. I mean, yeah, dude. So, Schoolboy Q just did a, did a song right. with one of my other top anticipated albums for this year, ASAP Ferg. Oh, yeah. How Let it bang. Let it bang. Man, so, ASAP Ferg tickles... Your fancy. That little fancy. Yeah, he, <laughs> he tickles my fancy... On the verge of that genre of hip hop that I like to call the ratchetness. But ASAP Ferg's version of ratchetness is just pure titanium. Right. It is like. <laughs> it's so strong. It's so good. <laughs> it's so turnt. It's so turnt. Um, the style 
is really unique and creative. Mm -hmm. He pays homage to all the OGs that paved the way. And throughout all of that, he still manages substance in his turned up state. Right. He's like a super saiyan with a PhD. <laughs> I love that. I don't get it. I love that. I don't know how he does it. Right. But it's fucking in- incredible, and I fucking <laughs> love it. Uh, ASAP Ferg, uh, man, he's he's supposed to release release actually this this motherfucking month. Uh, That's dope. What thing? A- April twenty second. Check for it. I'm I'm probably gonna fucking buy it just right off without even listening to yeah. it. Cause Trap Lord to me was a very slept on album. It was. Uh, I slept on it myself. Very slept on, and I mean. ASAP Ferg found a way to take himself and separate himself from the ASAP mob uh-huh. and come from under, you know, ASAP Rocky, who was clearly the most popular person out of ASAP. Yeah. And still pave a lane for himself without even like needing a big ass cosign from Rocky. Right. You know, Rocky was there, but it's still Ferg. It's right. still Ferg. So uh, man, shout out to ASAP Ferg, man. I'm definitely checking for it. And definitely. then also, like, if you think about Trap Lord too, like, the motherfucker had Bones, Bone yep, Thugs, and Harmony on his first album, though, dude. Yep. Oh, your first album to have like that kind of feature, and like, like, cause they always like say like they, um, cause even I think ASAP also did that too. Like they would study Bone Thugs because they loved how. They their flow was and so by that paying homage like that's the type of shit that I respect is I respect artists that go back and listen to like or listen to or 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 um you know just find out what hip hop was before they got into it you know so gotta find me a little boy to start touching on oh shit ouch awkward silence paying homage that's all. Just paying homage. By sucking some. I'm just kidding. Let me stop. Whoa. I'm, yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna take that a little too far. Anyway. <laughs> oh, another person. I'm not. I'm not anticipating it. I um, just know about it because this motherfucker <laughs> is everywhere. Excuse me. What oh, are you talking about? Drake. Oh views yeah. From the Dra- six. Views from the six. Dropping that at the end of the month. So. I wonder how many writers he's got on this one. Oh. I'm, you know, I just want to hear some of the songs, cause so one thing I have to say, since you brought up Drake, you know, yeah. we haven't talked about this yet. We have but, not. But it has to be since you brought up Drake, we have to touch on it. Let's do it. Touch um, it. Touch it. But it. Then it. Formatted. Sorry. Go ahead. Formatted. Uh, <laughs> ghost writers in hip hop. And you know what? I oh, don't yeah. even. I don't even think it's ghostwriters. Like, the way Drake is doing it, I think it's more like album by committee. Um, I don't, you know, people are like, oh yeah, Quentin Miller wrote blah, blah, blah. I watched an interview recently with Quentin Miller where he was questioned by DJ Vlad about, you know, the process and how the whole thing went down. And Quentin Miller wasn't really answering the questions directly. He wasn't. I watched that same interview. But the way he made it seem just... If I'm looking through, because you know, the, the way I view the truth, all right, I don't know if everybody else views the truth this way, but this is my truth, so I think it's the truth, so it is the truth. <laughs> Talk about it. Uh, 
the truth is 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 a point in imagine the truth being a point in space. Gotcha. A singular point in space. Now, you never know the truth unless you've actually seen the truth. Now, if you hear someone telling you about the truth, then that's from that person's perspective, which is another point in space that is a certain distance away from the actual truth. And then you get another person's opinion, and that other person's opinion is another point in space. So you can find the actual truth by finding where all these people's view of the truth kind of... uh, converge into one point hmm. okay uh i wish you could all see my hands doing these these like you know <laughs> things uh, right but you can't so just imagined multiple points in three-dimensional space converging into one point and that is the truth gotta bring it back to science all right guys? i know i was just gonna say space-time continuum whatever so <laughs> when i what i heard in the interview was a part of the truth And I'm listening from the other side, you know, the whole Meek Mill thing and him talking about you got Ghost Riders and the uh, Moji guy who came out before and talking about you weren't paying me, so you're just jacking my dance and jacking this. Oh, that was the guy who came out on Instagram uh, saying that he was a Ghost Rider for Drake and that... Drake stole his dance because Drake used a line in a song. He's like, Moji with the dance moves. Uh, and uh. Moji is showing in a, in a video doing that whole like dance the move, bling? the hotline bling dance yeah, okay. with the, the whole back and forth thing. Gotcha. Again, you guys can't see me doing this stupid shit. Uh, <laughs> I wish you could because it's hilarious. It's, it's gross. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> so this guy accused Drake of not paying him and just like using him. What? as a writer and as for influence and then all of a sudden i guess drake cut a check yep and he deleted all of those posts <laughs> he deleted everything oh god drake. so so when i when i see that when i listen to um if you're hearing this is too late if i listen to um uh take care if i listen to you know drake's older projects where the fuck that if you where the fuck did if you're hearing this is too late? Where did that Drake come from? Right, it's and it a came different from these people. It's a different Drake. Right, right. I feel you. Um, there's no comeback season Drake on there. Of it, course, he's killed that. And but, take care. The weekend wrote half of that. Yeah, he admitted it. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, I fucking wrote half this shit for Drake. It helped my career. I didn't. I didn't sign the OVO because I don't want to be a fucking slave. I wanted my own shit." Yeah. Uh, so it's like if you take all these views from the six sorry I'm glad you put the connection together but if you take all these views and converge them into one point you can kind of develop a truth right is Drake using ghost writers to write his shit I don't necessarily think they're ghost writers like they're just people who are just giving him things contributors but if do I think Drake has a team of people that come in and influence the type of music that he makes Yes. yes Yes. yes the he same does. thing with with Kanye. Like he rarely rarely produces something anymore. He has a team of producers. He says, "Well, I want it to sound like this." He's he's uh, uh, was it Quincy Jones? That's what it is. But you know what? Kanye West is not claiming no. to be the only person a part of this. Right. Dr. Dre did the same shit. Yep. 
Every but Chronic was a compilation album of all these creative people coming yep. together. Yep. Yes, it's Dr. Dre's album, The Chronic, yep. but you know what? I got Snoop on this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I got Corrupt on this motherfucker, and it's going to be a fucking hot-ass, fucking dope-ass album. Bitch, you more of a bitch than a bitch. Sorry, I just had to say that. Exactly. So, you know, when... When you compare Drake to the Kanye's and to the Dr. Dre's, Dr. Dre and Kanye are producers first. Yeah. They are producers of music. Yeah. They are not artists first. No. Drake is an artist first. So he's an artist first with some producer tendencies. Mm-hmm. So if he wants to be the producer, you know what? Come out and say like, yo, Drake the producer is coming out with an album. But he's not. Right. He's saying Drake the artist is coming out with the album. So that's the thing. Featuring too. 10 other niggas. Exactly. Uh, but that's that That also comes back to another conversation, too, then. Uh, can he be considered one of the greats if he's not writing his own shit? No. Like, there's, and you can't. Like, no. there's, that's, I feel like that's a rule in hip hop. Like, you, no. if you're, if you ever listen to hip hop, if you know anything about hip hop, there's no way you could be like one of the greats. If you're not riding your own shit, and if you're dick riding somebody else's style, like he did Big Sean, let's just put it out there. He kind of stole, like, and anyway, I, I can go into a lot of I stuff. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, but, I know how you feel about that. And go ahead. It's just like so. If you if you can't be one, you can't be considered one of the top people. Like you could be a top entertainer, but you're not a top MC. Like there's no way that you could do that. For sure. Entertainment factor? Yes. Right. Drake is extremely entertaining. Uh, you know what? I like Drake's music. I mm-hmm. I don't like all of it. You know, when he gets all singy and... I hate when he gets singy. I hate that shit. But when Drake raps, I love it. He's he's a good rapper. And I'm not saying that Drake doesn't rap like or, or write. I think that Drake writes. Yes. But I also think that he takes... Um, he... What is it? What is the words with the C? Swagger jacking? He doesn't... He kind of swagger jacks. Um, some I don't know, like, cause if you listen to like Comeback Season Drake, like Comeback Season Drake, and you love that shit. I love Comeback Season oh, though, but if you listen to or So Far Gone Drake, yeah, it's a lot different than Take Care Drake or because that wasn't Drake, <laughs> or if you're if reading you're, this or what a time this is too late, yeah, or what a time to be alive, Drake. Like it's different shit. So. Like, and I'm not saying that he doesn't have room to evolve either, but I'm just saying, like, you know, like, if you write a certain way, like, and I think as a, as a, as a fan of hip hop, like, I know how you write if right. I listen to your music. Yep. So I know there's a difference. Like, I, I, I think I, I, as the listener would know evolution versus, uh, plagiarism. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know? And I mean. I remember when I first heard If You're Reading This Is Too Late, I'm like, this is not fucking Drake. Right. And then now I'm going back and I'm I'm listening to a bunch of these songs that Quentin Miller's been putting out. Oh, and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. So, so so the dude's voice is boring. The dude has a terrible voice. He's really I boring. get it. But his style is exactly If You're Hearing This Is Too Late. Yeah. Like, that's the... I think it's If You're Reading This, but yeah. Whatever, you know dude. What we're talking fucking about. this album, I didn't even... You know what's funny? <laughs> I don't even like that record that much. I didn't either. I was not even feeling it because I didn't I feel like, like it didn't feel like a, it didn't feel like a Drake record to me. It didn't it didn't feel like and I was like this is not a Drake record like right. this is just 
I don't know what this is. I don't know what I'm listening to. <laughs> I don't know what this right. is. Right. Um, there was a few songs I liked, you know. I got enemies. But, not I a lot of enemies. God. Like, that shit's hot. Yeah. I get it. Ten band. Hundred band. Fuck man. man. Yeah. It's just hot. But you know what? That's not Drake, nigga. <laughs> it ain't you, nigga. So, so just throw this out there, guys. Just little things. So Drake has a song called Ten Bands or whatever, right? The yeah. band song. Quint Miller signed to Nike. And he raps constantly about his fucking Nike fuel band. Yeah. Is that and a coincidence? Oh, I see what you are trying to do there. Anyway, I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Maybe uh, Nike's. Okay, I got you. That's it. Like, it, it's little things like that, all right? I, I'm a hip hop fan, dude. I read between the lines because I don't think anything is by chance and, and I don't feel like anything is coincidence. And he's not reading anything too late, so. <laughs> Sorry, that was a horrible Fucking joke. Lame. <laughs> lame ass joke. Uh, but yeah, so that 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 was just my thoughts on that whole thing, and as well as yours, I guess. All right, I mean, you know. But then he came out with two new songs that were like Drake songs, and then, and so then, okay. So frustrated with Drake right now. So I am. Frustrated. It's, it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> if you could see me, I'm like I'm like pulling out my fucking dreadlocks one at a time. He's got dreadlocks, guys. Nice. You just learned that. You learned something new. So then he's <laughs> he's doing songs with these African uh these Dance. African people. Oh yeah. Uh and it's like this new wave of music that's coming out of Africa or some shit. Of course it's a new wave of music that Drake is hopping on. Yeah. You know, Drake is one album away from being irrelevant. What? If views from the six is not like dope as fuck. He will just into the abyss. He'll just pass on and just How, what? But you, you really think that he'll be irrelevant? Yeah, I think he could enter the realm of irrelevance if this next album is not dope. Okay, I'm 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 gonna. I just I don't know how 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 you come to that. I, I'm, I'm gonna explain to you right now. Yeah, Drake has been on top of the rap game for like what five six years? Twenty years. About five or six. Years, right? <laughs> Go ahead. How many classic albums has Drake put out? Zero. So Drake has been on top of the rap game for five or six years with zero classics. Right. You're, you're right. Okay. So if this nigga don't drop a classic on his views from the six, his whole sick shit he's talking about now, motherfucker's gonna pass. And he'll fade away into just being Drake. Hopefully, away to us, to real hip hop fans, but not to these pop fans. I think you're wrong. Do, do, do you not realize the generation we live in? This is the generation of goddamn give me, give me, give me, give me. fast food yeah. hip hop. Right. I want it. I want it now. Right. Who's hot? Who's hot now? Right. Future's not dropped a single classic, but he's he's hot as fuck right he's now. He's popping. He can drop anything and people will buy it. He drops anything and people buy it. <laughs> and I like Future. I'm not hating on Future. I'm just simply stating these aren't classic hip-hop albums. No, they're not. Uh, they're, they're good albums for now, but they don't have that lasting replay. You're value. not going to go back and listen to it. I feel you. No. Okay. And so 
if Drake doesn't come with some of that heat replay, damn, Drake, you dropped a classic, then you know what? Yes, he will still make his money. He'll still be big. But he's already peaked then. Yeah. Then his peak is to come, and he's going to slowly start to decline. And in two, three years, you won't even hear about Drake anymore. Right. Remember, we called it first right here on Through the Crate. If Drake does not drop some dope-ass shit on this Views from the Six, he will drop away into irrelevance. He'll and drop someone into a else, black hole. Someone else will replace him. Will it be Tory Lanez? He hopes Oh, it my is. God. <laughs> but you know what? It won't even be that. It'll be like Kendrick will just be consistently consistent, and people will just not care about Drake anymore. J. Cole will just be consistently consistent, and people won't care about Drake anymore. That's what I was... But you know what it is? He's not dropping concept albums. And I think that's what's coming back, and I think that's probably what will... Um, be the beginning of his demise is if he doesn't drop a concept album or something a body of work that we can live with you know what I'm saying that's why you're saying classic so yeah I, I definitely I definitely understand that because the two people you just mentioned mentioned Kendrick J. Cole both dropped concept albums you know what I'm saying like t- 2014 Forest Hill Drive was one of the best albums in 2014 yeah and like that was clearly a concept album. Like he had people fucking listening to it, walking through his house, and he named it that 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 uh, the address of the house. You know what I'm saying? Like concept shit. Like I don't think Drake's giving us a look into his life, and and there's nothing relatable there. So I don't nope. think if he if he doesn't drop something like that to for for fans to to relate to instead of like all this other like shit, I don't think he'll be considered. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think you've and, turned me. And and, and I, I, I honestly think that's why he's turned to the reaching out to other people's buzz. Yeah. Because he's, he he's like a pop star that's got like- nothing left. Like, he's a fucking pop star, bro. He's he he's he's not this he's not a hip-hop artist. He's not this hardcore, <laughs> like, yeah, hip-hop guy who's... Yeah. He's, he's a pop star in the genre of... He's a, he, he's a rapping pop star. Let's, yeah, let's, let's let's actually be clear. Like, a there's a rapping, lot of rapping pop he's a stars. Rapping pop star. Yeah. Okay. He he makes pop music, but he raps. Yeah. He's not he's not singing. Right. He raps. Right. Uh, I feel you. That that's a very interesting. Like, you totally blew my mind with that one. That's that's mind blown. <laughs> welcome that's what it sounds like you didn't need your mind anyway i didn't need it why not i can't have a mind anymore hell no all right well there you have it there it is (laughs) drake gone drake will be gone in three years you heard it first here on through the crate through the crate and Uh, it's sad because that man can rap when he wants to yeah he he really needs to give us a little bit more than just Pop star bullshit. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> um, what's been happening uh, in hip-hop these last few uh, weeks? Because it's been like two weeks, right? Yeah, it's been since two the weeks last since we did some stuff. I, I mean... We had to get our ducks in a row, make sure we, we gave you guys some good shit. Uh, ducks in a row? Where the hell does that saying come from? I don't know. I have no clue. It's probably some hunting bullshit. Right. 
make it easy to shoot some ducks. You know, duck meat's pretty good, though. I, oh, yeah, I was gonna say, I've never had duck, but I have. I have yeah. duck confit. Yummy. <laughs> yummy, yummy, dummy. Mm. Oh, um, did you hear about Janet? She canceled her tour. No. Because she's pregnant. How, or old trying is, to, how old is she? Dude, she's like 59. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I think she's like 48 or something. But she's trying to get pregnant. Dude. I didn't even know she was married. To Jermaine Dupree, right? No. Oh. That, that They haven't been married. They haven't been together for a while. Whoops. Uh, I don't follow yeah. that shit. Oh, no. This is totally like not cool. But anyway. <laughs> I don't know how old she is. I think she's, I mean, she's probably like, I don't even know. I'm not even going to guess. I can look it up. But uh, she is. She's like 77. <laughs> she's not 77. She can't be that old. Um, but yeah, she's totally like canceled the tour because they're planning on building a family. Her and her husband, who is like some type of like billionaire dude or something like really rich guy. Yeah. You know, Eve's married to a billionaire dude, like the creator of Gumball. You know what Gumball is? Like the candy? Nah. Um, dude, I sound so, like, sick right now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, but, no. Hello. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. I sound so totally stuffed up. Um, Gumball is, uh, like, it's a 3,000-mile uh, um, road trip. And a bunch of like entrepreneurs or like billionaires, like a lot of rich people drive cars, and I think it's it's held in Europe or something like that. It's called Gumball. Yeah, it's called Gumball. Gumball three thousand or something okay. like that. Okay, like okay. I, I probably Isn't don't Gumball know anything. Isn't Gumball like a, a cartoon though too? I think I it is. It's is a funny it? ass go. I'm gonna look it up because I think Arissa watches it. My sister, Gumball. Or she's married. She wants to start. Yeah, family. Amazing World of Gumball. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, she's she's getting married, and so they are not um, refunding the tickets. Not she's not getting married. She's having a, a, a baby, and so they are not doing the refunds for the for her show because she's canceling the show. But right, right, right what? now, if you could see his face, he was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, so. She announced on Wednesday, uh, a while ago actually, uh, that she's postponing the tour because she's uh, starting a family, and she was very vague about like when she would return. So like uh, a couple of the venues where she was supposed to play haven't gotten like the official word yet, so they don't know that the tour has been called off yet or anything. Like they, like this video came out that Janet what did, and she was like, "I'm gonna be canceling some of the tour because I'm planning on a family," but. The venues haven't gotten anything yet. So, um, the general consensus is that they're just going to go at a later date. So, um, Ticketmaster, like, sent an email to, like, all the ticket holders. And they were like, until we get word about a cancellation, we're going to treat it as a postponed and rescheduled event. So, there's no refunds. That is bullshit. Yeah. Let let someone in another profession pull some shit like that. Right? Oh, your house is on fire. You know what? I'm sorry. I had to go... Have sex with my wife or with my husband, you know what I'm saying, to try to make a baby. We'll get to your house when we get to your house, all right? I know it's burning down, but you know what? We'll get there when we get there. Don't worry. You're still going to fucking pay taxes, though, but I'll get to you when I get to you. Yeah. What the fuck is that? 
That is some bullshit. That is so some I, I like straight that bullshit. <laughs> oh my god! I wish a motherfucker would. Oh man, that's the audacity. Yeah, I don't know what that's about, but that's all I have in hip hop news. I think. Oh yeah, then Wale and Azalea Banks got who? into it. Wale. I know who that is. Azalea Banks. Who? who? Mike Jones. I know so, who Mike Jones is. Who? <laughs> but yeah, that's a. You I don't even want. No, I don't even want to say anything about that. Azalea Banks doing what she does all the time. If you don't know who she is, she's a rapper. Congratulations. I know. Because most people don't. <laughs> I, I actually, you know what? I challenge our listeners. Name one Azalea Banks song. Can you name one, Tressie? I know I've heard a couple. Can you name the name of any of those couple songs that you've heard of from no. her? Then who gives a fuck about Azalea Banks? I know. She cried on Hot 97. Because no one knows her songs. Because <laughs> all we know about is her being a fucking dumbass. Sometimes, yeah. <sighs> She's always I talking hate about... people yeah. like that. Like, what the fuck is this? What is the age we're in now where people are famous... Hip hop artists are famous, not because their music for 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 everything else but their hip hop. Yeah, they're famous for things other than what their profession is. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know what that is. You know what? I think we're gonna have to end it on that because, or no, we have to get a better. We're gonna end it on Zayn Banks. No. I refuse. No, yo, yo, <laughs> yo, hold on. I gotta find. Whoa, there's something else to talk about. Fuck, we're not gonna end it on Zayn Banks. No, no. Let's talk about how Quentin Miller put me to sleep with his song "Chose," and what's that other record? That's oh, too see, good. no, that's that's also not a good way to end it either. No, okay, I know it's like negative ass ways. You want to just how about "Life of Pablo"? Because we haven't even reviewed that. Well, like, I haven't been able to listen to it because no? it fucking hasn't on my streaming service. That? It's fucking frustrating. So, "Life of Pablo." I was really excited because I'm a Kanye fan. Fucking College Dropout came out right in that sweet point in my life when I was very influential. I was in high school and I loved hip-hop music and I wanted that good old feeling to come back and Kanye brought it with College Dropout. Uh. And then he just kept killing it every single album after that. Every single album after that. (laughs) And then 808s and Heartbreaks came and I didn't get it. And then now, like fucking six years later, every rapper sounds like Itaways and Heartbreaks. And yep. I'm like, you know what? Kanye was ahead of his time. I gotta listen. I gotta trust him. I gotta, I gotta trust Kanye. Yeah. Trust in Kanye. And you know, every album since then even has been good. Like, a lot of people didn't like uh, Yeezus. They had a lot of critique. I liked Yeezus. I, I, you know, it was different and I enjoyed it. So I was looking forward to Life of Pablo because the couple tracks that I heard, the singles that came out before. Yeah, No Parties in LA. And, and Real uh, Friends. Real Friends. Fucking dope. And I was like, okay, this is the Kanye I like. And then the album drops. Uh-huh. On Tidal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nigga, ain't, nobody's got Tidal. If I got anything, it's either Google Play or Spotify. On Tidal. Right. I don't have title. I will never have title. I don't care to be a part of anything that is title. I'm not waving nothing. 
I'm not fucking surfing. Fucking tidal waves kill people. <laughs> Fuck tidal. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Okay. Tidal waves. So yeah. I waited a month and a half, and it was finally available on Google Play, right. which I subscribed to legally because, as a musician, I felt like the days of stealing profit from not just the artist mm -hmm. but from the recording engineers from the producers from yep. all the marketing people it was over I'm like how can I be an artist while I'm literally stealing from other people in my same profession right. can't do it right. so I'm legally trying I'm trying to do the right thing I'm trying to be a law abiding citizen mm -hmm. trying to be Jamie Foxx <laughs> you'll never be Jamie but Blame it on you're not me. letting me you're telling me I have to have your service to do it. And then finally, like I said, a month and a half later, finally drops on Google Play. I listened to it like maybe twice. Passive or active? I actively listened to it once. I passively listened to it probably like three or four times. Gotcha. And then I'm like, all right, we and you had talked about it. And I was like, all right, you know what? Let me go back and listen to it again and so I can be ready to talk about it. Right. Motherfucker took it off of Google Play. There's like three songs available on Google Play right now. That's All, it? Yeah. There's like, like three just like famous and... Not even famous. No? Fucking... I don't even know what the songs are because I, I hit play on the album and it fucking skips, 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 plays a song. Skip, 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 plays a song. Oh my God. And it's like, you know what, bro? Your music is supposed to be for everybody. I'm paying for it. I'm paying monthly for this service. And you know what? If I like your album... I'll buy it. I even went to the Kanye West website. I was willing to go to the Kanye West website and buy the album. Right. And I could not do that. Right. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> he doesn't want it to be for sale. Have the you fuck heard is about wrong? That? Then why can't I listen to it? I don't know. I want, I want to give you money for this thing you produced. Right. I want to give you my money. Right. You're not, you don't want to take it? <laughs> You know what? So I don't even. I can't even. I can't even speak on the album. Like yeah. I, I listened to it a few times. It wasn't enough to actually be able to critique it, because right. he fucking took it down, fucker. <laughs> God damn you, Kanye. Shit. We used to love Kanye. Not in the club, Kanye. I'm just the fuck. Yeah, I know. I know that from SNL. <laughs> Thanks, Kanye. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that sucks. I was. You know what? I'm gonna save one conversation for the next one. Because I was gonna actually go into the whole, uh, what do you think about streaming services? But I think that's a good one to start on, like, so we can expand a little bit more on that. Uh, you guys episode. are tired of listening to us talk anyway. Yeah, probably. But Life of Pablo, I think. Uh, let me let me give you my Spotify info, and you can listen to it again. I'm actually because first listen, I didn't like it. Okay. I was like, what is this shit? And then I listened to it again. And then now Ultralight Beam is like one of my favorite songs. And then he also has a song uh, called uh, Fade, I think it is. I love that song. In 30 Hours, those 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 are some good songs. All right. I'll take another listen to that. Why don't you guys tell us what you think of Ultralight Beam and this Kanye West album? Yeah, since you can write comments on our uh, SoundCloud, you know. If you ever wanted all, all 11 of you after you listen to this one you know tell us what you think yeah tell I'd love to hear from you I would too I think I'm getting a little tired to be honest are I you think, getting a little tippy tie 
I think so. I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm, like, getting sick getting throughout sick. throughout this podcast. Like, this You might be allergic to all the bullshit we've been spewing uh, for the last yeah. hour. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I went into, uh, the da 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 It's that hip-hop shit. say, uh-uh, uh-uh, say, Anyway, guys. All right. Well, that was through the crate. Through dig, the crate. Dig, dug, dug, dig, dig. You'd have been dug, dig. Dug, dig, dig, dug. Is that like a DC guys. song? I don't know what you're dig, talking dug. about. Why don't you ever know what I'm looking You don't know anything. He hates me. That's what's happening right now. Through the crate, guys. Thanks through for listening. All right, guys. Till next time. Deuces. <laughs>